Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of sports, DFS, and gambling. With over five years of hot takes and millions of downloads later, I guess he's been doing something right. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Hello and welcome to the show, everyone. Got a lot to cover, and let's just start off at the top with Aaron Judge returning to the Yankees because I know some of you have been reaching out to me saying, Dwayne, you got it wrong. Judge came back to the Yankees. And I got to be honest with you, some of y'all need to be able to read between the lines. I said the Yankees were not willing to pay over $300 million to keep Judge because they hadn't made their determination that they could survive without Aaron Judge. They came back and realized, oh, this is actually going to go way worse than we thought because their arrogance of assuming that the fan base wouldn't revolt at the sign of losing Judge and the amount of revenue sales that they were going to lose, that they could actually sustain it. They couldn't. That's what this came down to. So now, and I got to be honest with you, We'll go into the reasons why. It just further proves how dysfunctional the Yankees truly are and that things aren't going to improve anytime soon. Because if you had a job where your overall manager screwed up to the extent that the company lost over $100 million and that manager was coming up for a review, you would actually say, hey... This guy's on the hot seat. He might actually lose his job. No, no, no. That's not how the Yankees operate. Aaron Judge basically could have been locked down last year with the Yankees with a $250 million deal. Could have been locked down for a $250 million deal, and the Yankees instead offered him $210. That's what this comes down to. The Yankees lowball judge, he he literally would have signed for that 250 deal based off of the a- annual average value of the contract without having to go into the walk year. Even Judge's camp talks about the nerves of turning down the deal just over an extra uh, 50, uh, 50 to $60 million. You could have gotten it done at uh, 250. You didn't even have to get to 260. The Yankees are paying Aaron Judge $360 million over nine years, but with incentives, it can actually get to 390 Think about that. If you're Brian Cashman, you literally gambled on Judge not being able to come close to the year that he had, even if Judge didn't hit 62. If Judge hit 50-plus 50, uh, 50 home runs, Judge was still going to make over $300 million on his deal. The Yankees made a gamble that their own player wasn't going to stay healthy enough to make the playoffs. So not only did the Yankees make the playoffs, they were still a mediocre baseball team. I got got news for you folks. Just because you do well in the first half of the year doesn't mean the fact that the fact of how poorly you were in the second half and we're scraping by every playoff game imaginable, does not actually mean it was a successful year. I'm, I'm sorry to tell folks, uh, that's not how baseball works. 
The Yankees were scraping by after the month of June. This is the entire season. And they had they had the actual new home run record leader in the AL, and they were still scraping by. That's not a good baseball team. As many high-profile stars as the Yankees have, they are not a good baseball team. So let's just get let's just put that into perspective. Why aren't they a good baseball team? Because they have no balance and they lack depth outside of their bullpen. And their bullpen got exposed because all the guys got hurt at the exact same time. Bad luck for the bullpen, but it exposed the other areas of concern, namely that they don't have corner outfielders. Their infield was a mess because they were still playing Kyder uh, 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 Kalefa, even though he was struggling mightily, could not uh, could not run shortstop because they had no other shortstops outside of their prospects, which, again, prospects are great if you're willing to let them develop. The Yankees don't even want to bother letting the prospects develop so that's why you have this uh, situation where Peraza can't get on the field. And you're playing uh, Connor Kalefa, even though he has no business being on the Yankees, because they don't want to pay anyone. You lost out on Carlos Correa because you felt the need to trade for Josh Donaldson and throw in uh, Gio Urshela into the Gary Sanchez trade to make it happen. Because you were trying to dump uh, Gary Sanchez, which... Again, still makes no sense that you're dumping uh, another player in Urshela just to make Gary Sanchez go away. Just horrible management. And with all of that, with all of that, costing the team over $120 million with this Aaron Judge deal, Brian Cashman got a contract extension, folks. He got a contract extension. What has Brian Cashman actually done for the New York Yankees compared to the actual peers he's competing against. Because it's not just the fact that the Yankees make the playoffs. That's not the measurement of what Brian Cashman is graded on. Brian Cashman is supposed to be graded on the actual competitive value of how he stacks up against the upper echelon of GMs in the league. The top third. Brian Cashman is dead freaking last compared to all those GMs. The ones that are actually playing for the World Series, you like we've got the underlings of uh, of uh, of uh, the Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays going out making more moves and still leapfrogging Cashman. That's the problem with Brian Cashman at the moment. Brian Cashman has proven that he is an above average GM, which basically puts you at twelfth. And he's steadily getting worse because he's putting in even less work in terms of making minor moves to improve the team roster than most GMs. So, like, he's starting to slide back closer to strictly middle of the pack in terms of GMs, which is not an encouraging sign given his, uh, given that he's getting up there at age. The Yankees aren't working hard. They got money. But they're not necessarily working hard. They don't utilize their uh, funds correctly. So yes, you bring back Aaron Judge, but that's just to avoid a retention hit. Aaron Judge is being brought back to keep the ticket sales up. The Yankees are nowhere closer to winning a World Series than they were at the start of the year, which is what I told folks back uh, all the way back in uh, even in the off season. Uh, before uh, uh, spring training opened up uh, last year, that the Yankees weren't close to winning a world title, which 
you would say is crazy given the amount of names on this roster. But that's the truth of the matter. The Yankees are predictable. They're stale. They're not developing their young uh, young players. Judge basically had his ceiling year and yet still could still be exposed in postseason play because of the fact that the Yankees, the way they take pitches, quality pitchers are always going to shut down the Yankees' offense. That's just the way it is. The Yankees take too many pitches, and against a quality pitcher, they are going to get punished because you can't give away some of those at-bats. And the Yankees' own philosophy of approaching at-bats, yeah, it works against shitty pitching. No kidding. Bad pitching, you can make them get to a mistake. You try to keep waiting for a mistake against a good pitcher, you're going to keep waiting all night long come postseason time because good pitchers, yeah, they may make a mistake or two, but the amount of good pitches they can execute in difficult situations is going to end at a bat faster before that mistake pitch comes up. The mistake pitch, you might get a solo bomb home run, but that's not enough to win a game in the playoffs. It's not. You got to string together multiple hits, get a pitcher in multiple high leverage situations, and then hit a bomb off of them when they're under pressure. Like, the, the Yankees, like, still have not gotten over themselves to the extent that they recognize the fact that the reason why they can't close the deal in some of these postseason performances has nothing to do with overall talent. It's the roster construction that's shoddy. It's your overall organizational philosophy that's shoddy. And until they are willing to actually make a legitimate commitment to change and actually get a real GM, you promote cash to president of baseball operations, but get a real GM that's actually going to grind out season throughout, not just uh, uh, have his friends in the media protect him and say what a uh, terrific job he's doing with the roster, do, do the work. The Yankees have enough people on the payroll to do that. They just have no commitment to actually being aggressive with making plays. The fact that uh, the Blue Jays could de- uh, dump uh, Teoscar Hernandez to Seattle, knowing that Seattle's going to have to trade a couple of outfielders to make that work, and the Yankees are not involved in any of those uh, uh, plays, is ridiculous, considering the fact that Aaron Hicks is actually playing meaningful baseball games for the Yankees. This is ridiculous. And the fact that people are still talking about Brett Gardner, I, I can't. I can't. Some of y'all are, some of y'all, I know you're Yankees fans, but some of y'all come across as schmucks. Like, the, the truth of the matter is, even with Judge coming back, there are so many roster holes on this team that a quality GM probably could have taken the money that's being paid for $40 million to Aaron Judge per year and actually invest in other parts and let them walk. But we don't have that kind of GM that can actually do that kind of replacement level work to make the roster better without Judge. It's actually possible, folks. I know I know it's hard. I know it's hard to imagine a world where the Yankees could actually be better without Aaron Judge in a salary cap era. But it's possible. But because of the Yankees being incapable of actually making some of those roster decisions adequately... You're better. Uh, you're better off overpaying for Judge, and just trying to hold on, than the incredible fall off of not being able to replace Judge. Because here's the issue: is that Judge comes back, 
They're going to have to try to move Hicks and Donaldson. They're going to have to throw in more prospects to get rid of those uh, uh, Albatross contracts. And yet still, they're still going to have to move Glaber Torres at a trade because Hal Steinbrenner doesn't want to pay the money. Because he's already uh, he's already paying uh, uh, for, uh, in terms of Garrett Cole, he's the third highest paid pitcher in New York given that uh, Verlander and Max Scherzer are on the, are on the Mets. But guess what? That's what you're going to have to do if you're going to be serious about winning a World Series. You got to be willing to invest in the top tier uh, uh, starting pitching unless you can grow the homegrown talent. And Luis Severino, as talented as he is, still has not shown that he is could, uh, could be close to being a number one starting pitcher. Maybe he's a number two. A high, he's a he's a top number three pitcher, but it's still not a lock that he's a top tier number two starting pitcher in baseball. And we are multiple years into his uh, prime now. That's the scary part for the Yankees. They don't develop the talent at the uh, clip that the Astros do because with the Astros, you already know who's coming up and you already seen him perform. We still haven't gotten to see the top end of Luis Severino. He might be better off on another team. That's the scary part with the Yankees. The Yankees are so inefficient at managing resources that they have to keep overpaying because they can't actually do it on their own. And even when they do bring in uh, a guy like Cole, they get the worst out of them because they aren't the best. At, they're not the best at scouting. They're not the best at coaching. They're not. They're literally not the best at any single aspect of a top tier MLB, uh, uh, MLB franchise. Other than marketing. That's the number one thing the Yankees are good at. Marketing. Outside of that, they are mid-tier at best in terms of the top caliber teams. So if you're basically the 8th to 10th best franchise in terms of managing the actual baseball product on the field, how the hell do you expect to win a World Series when there's only a certain number of teams that are going to the playoffs anyway? And no... And with the expansion of the playoffs, it's actually harder for the Yankees to make a World Series run. Yeah, you would say, oh, but they have more opportunities to make the playoffs. Yeah, but the teams that are making the playoffs are already geared towards winning the postseason. The Yankees are geared to making the playoffs and making the playoffs only and hoping for the best. That's the difference. Folks keep missing the point with the Yankees. Hal Steinbrenner's priority with the Yankees is to sell tickets, make the postseason, keep grinding out that, that postseason re- uh, revenue. That's it. You could say that he wants to win a title all he wants. The fact that Brian Cashman cost the team that much money hasn't actually gotten to a World Series uh, since uh, 2009 and got a contract extension for four years. Along with keeping Aaron Boone. And actually having the gall to say that Aaron Boone knows what he's doing. When, in fact, Aaron Boone is oftentimes looking uh, looking for answers as he's managing a game. It's the sheer sign of the disrespect the Yankees front office has for fans. And that if they know they keep Aaron Judge, it will placate the fans enough to say, yes, we have a chance to win the World Series. And the fact that fans are falling for this, and I see 
the hooting and hollering and people uh, like uh, celebrating as if we we did something this offseason when realistically we're just bringing back the same team that got swept and it's actually worse than it was because they're a year older. It, it, it just kind of shows that some of y'all are schmucks. I, like, I'm sorry to be the one to say that because I'm not trying to be... Uh, I'm not trying to be a dick to you guys, but like realistically, if you're celebrating as if the Yankees made it a tremendous accomplishment today, you're part of the problem. Because this is this is how you end up in situations like the Knicks are, where you're just celebrating the fact that you are being talked about. It's like that that's not the priority of the Yankees. The yeah, priority of the Yankees is are we in a better position to win the World Series? than most of the teams in Major League Baseball. And right now, the Yankees aren't. And the Yankees aren't even trying to position themselves to be the best team in the regular season anymore and into the postseason. They're not even trying to do that. They're just trying to make the postseason, and people need to understand what that means. The Yankees are not being aggressive enough with the mid-tier talent like a Kyle Lewis that got traded recently from the Mariners because the Yankees aren't actually paying attention. They're not doing the work. When when there are trades being made, and I talked about this in the offseason, the Mariners made the postseason off the heels of the Reds giving up on the season as soon as the new CBA was assigned. Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Winker went to the Mariners, made them a playoff team. There's no way the Yankees uh, uh, should have missed out on either player. When they had any, uh, they could have added to that uh, a DH spot and an out, a corner outfield spot. Didn't do it. Still are asleep at the wheel at the corner outfield spot, and we still have Aaron Hicks on the roster. Like we're gonna have to salary dump some of these guys and give up prospects to salary dump them, unless we cut them, and that that, that should be on the table. But how does it want to pay the money? So what what do you do? You you dump prospects. That makes your team worse. So, you know, again, I understand why Yankees fans want to be excited today. And uh, yesterday as well. I get it. I get it. But the future is not rosy for the Yankees right now. The Yankees are maintaining status quo, and the status quo ain't going to cut it. It ain't cutting it in terms of trying to win a title. I'm sorry to tell you this, folks, but that's the simple truth of the matter. And folks that don't want to acknowledge this fact need to come to grips with the fact that the Yankees, for all intents and purposes, are just another team at the moment. And that's all there is to it. All right, that's going to do it for me with this episode. I'll do a a breakdown for the World Cup uh, uh, quarterfinals as well as uh, my uh, preview for Thursday Night Football tonight in a separate episode. So that'll be coming up shortly. But uh, stick Stick around and uh, plenty more to come. So until next time, have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major outlets.